Yes, famo. It's the boy, Crippy. And it's another episode of the Sunday podcast. And it's the 26th of March, 2023. Beautiful day outside. Your boy, Crippy, went out to volunteer this morning. Something that I do often enough. Because we have to give back to those that are in need. Because if most of us do remember, there was a point somewhere along the line that we needed help. And perhaps you did or didn't get it, but for those who did, it must have been a blessing. So, we have to pass these things on. And there are those who do not have the necessary skills or the funding to manage their own affairs. And if we can all step in at times... We're not saying all the time, but at a time where it's convenient for you, it would mean so much to someone else. Yes, famo. After the volunteer, I decided to come down to this park to podcast. Nice day outside. Beautiful. It's about 60 degrees. So nice and it's a really nice spring day. Good afternoon for a podcast. Yeah, famo. I have some news today, and before that, we will start with the usual prices from CoinGecko. I use the CoinGecko metrics, and so today, currently, we have Bitcoin trading at 27,863.51. Within the last seven days, Bitcoin has been up 2.8%, and within 24 hours, up 07 In number two, we have Ethereum trading at 1,768.60 within the last 24 hours, up 0.8%, and no movement at all, 0.00 within seven days. So Ethereum has just been settling, at least for now. We have Tether, stablecoin USDT, trading steady at $1.00. Within the last 24 hours, 0.6% and 7 days up 0.7 for a stablecoin. Good movement. In fourth place, we have BNB or Binance trading at 327 per coin. 327.9 or 328. Within the last 24 hours, Binance has been up 0.7 and within 7 days minus 1.5%. In number five, we have USD coin, USDC, trading at 99 cents. In the last 24 hours, up 0.6, and within the last seven days, 0.5 of 8%. Then we have XRP, trading at 45 cents, down within the last 24 hours, 2.4%, but up in seven days, 19.7%. Yeah, XRP has had the biggest bit of movement within the last couple days i think before that was litecoin i could be wrong about that but litecoin itself had made a big push cardano in seventh place or ada trading at 35 cents down 0.3 percent within the last 24 hours and within the last seven days up 5.1 percent then we have dogecoin trading at seven cents well they were trading at seven cents last weekend too 
and um, within seven days up 1.7 percent so not much movement from doge the original meme coin in the ninth place we have lido staked ether trading at 1763 a little bit lower than ethereum itself and within the last 24 hours up 0.7 percent and in no movement within the last seven days same price and in number 10 we have matic or polygon and matic is trading at one dollar and ten cents right now up 0.4 percent and within the last seven days minus six percent down then let's read around off the top 15 solana trading at 20 point 20 20 dollars and 95 cents in the red binance usd 99 cents also in the red but 13th place we have polkadot trading at six dollars and three cents also in the red and in 14th place we have litecoin trading at 93 dollars and 27 cents and has been up 11.9 percent within the last seven days and then shib shiba inu for the lovers of this little dog here in the red almost like ten thousandth of a point to a hundred so ah man it bites it bites my i have to bite my tongue when i'm speaking about shib uh, these numbers all the way back there but i tell you what though i threw some mud at the wall last uh, two years ago almost three and well if shib is to cross over into one into uh, the, the 10 cent territory then i'll be a happy camper okay and some people will be millionaires <laughs> billionaires even just on shib only but we're saying that famo i'm not really a meme coin kind of guy but um you know for those that are into meme coins do your research and you know see what happens do your research first as with any other thing make a sound decision whether or not you want to take some or little portion of your savings or whatever it is that you have put aside to buy into ship or any 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 investment any coin for that matter don't just buy pay attention to the market and it's easier said than done it took me some years to get to have um, a certain awareness but here's what I'm saying if you if you pay attention enough and you really into crypto you will figure it out um, hopefully sooner than later and our news today US Treasury's Financial Stability Oversight Council held unscheduled closed meeting heads of all major US financial regulatory agencies gathered by video to hear a presentation by New York Fed staff that concluded that the banking system, quote, remains sound. FAMO, if they are out there working hard to make you believe that everything is okay, think about it like a person that keeps telling you or someone you know in your life and you you go to them, you know there's something wrong, yet they have a smile on their face, you know that there are issues, and you go, what's, what's, what's happening, everything all right? And they look at you and they smile and say, yeah, everything's fine. 
that's the calm before the storm you know and then you hear some ish later and that person was going through so much turmoil and you know what hey at, at, at that point in time you know the, the powers that be will choose to do this because they do not want a population running to get their money or thinking that all the all what they've believed about the banking system is fraudulent and to be fair the banks have done some good work because I bank too yet and um, nothing against any bank employees because they're just doing their job don't be mad at them the system was put in place and they're just employees yet there are those at the top that do shake and bake anyway I am going to continue reading here. The United States' most powerful financial regulators gathered on March 24th by video conference for an unscheduled FAMO. Pay attention to this unscheduled. They had to meet. Closed meeting of the Treasury Department's Financial Stability Oversight Council, FSOC, FCOC. The department announced in a statement, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen convened, convened the meeting. Details were sparse in the Treasury statement, but it said Federal Reserve Bank of New York staff gave a presentation on market developments. The gist of the presentation was reassuring. Quote, The Council discussed current conditions in the banking sector and noted that while some institutions have come under stress, the U.S. banking system remains sound and resilient. In addition, the Council discussed member agencies' efforts to monitor financial developments. The functions of the FSOC under the law are, quote, identifying risk to the financial stability of the United States, promoting market discipline, and responding to emerging threats, we could figure what that one is, to the stability of the U.S. financial system. Yes, FAMO. Moving on to the next story here. Shares of Deutsche Bank, other Euro lenders tumble. tumble. Yeah, famo, this thing has been felt. I think I made a small analogy the other day when I said, you have a pool and you throw a little pebble in there. That pool has been settled for some time. So you throw a little pebble in there, you know, we've all done that. And you watch that little uh, circle just move out and out and out and although it's making a small ripple it's having an effect so this is what's going on and all markets are tied into the US and its financial system so you know that something goes wrong here something goes wrong elsewhere Deutsche Bank shares plunged on Friday along with the stocks of other European banks amid investor concerns over the stability of the global banking sector. The drop comes in the aftermath of the recent emergency rescue of Credit Suisse and follows losses in U.S. banks on Thursday. Having lost a fifth of their value since the start of the month, Deutsche shares plunged almost 15% on March 24th, their lowest level in five months, Reuters pointed out. The bank noted that in just one week, Germany's largest lender has seen $3 billion wipe off its value. The job followed significant increase in the cost of insuring the bank's debt against the risk of default. 
Deutsche's credit default swaps reach over 220 basis points. The most since late 2018, two days ago, they were at around 140 basis points. Yes, FAMO. These are the effects and all of these banks, Credit Suisse, these were powerful banks, FAMO. Credit Suisse was a bank that was so powerful that they even participated in sanctions against the Russian government, yeah. So, you know, the effects are being felt worldwide. Reading on here, FAMO, in the news again, billionaire Bill Ackman on US banking crisis. I fear we are heading for a train wreck, this is the billionaire saying. Ackman has warned that the US economy is heading for a train wreck if the government allows the current banking crisis to continue. Trust and confidence are earned over many years but can be wiped out in a few days. Hopefully, our regulators will get this right. Quoting him here. Consider recent events impact on the long-term cost of equity capital for non-systemically important banks where you can wake up one day as a shareholder or bondholder and your investment instantly goes to zero. Again, he's quoting here, being quoted here, the longer this banking crisis is allowed to continue, the greater the damage to smaller banks and their ability to access low-cost capital. Trust and confidence are earned over many years, but can be wiped out in a few days. I fear we are heading for a train wreck. Hopefully, our regulators will get this right. Robert Kiyosaki also had something to say about this. The famous author of the best-selling book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, has warned that the Federal Reserve's continued rate hikes will crash stocks, bonds, real estate, as well as the US dollar. He expects the next crash to be the one quadrillion derivatives market. This was not the first time Kiyosaki has warned about stocks, bonds, real estate, and the US dollar crashing. Last week, the famous author discussed a quote crash landing ahead as bank bailouts began following the collapse of major banks including Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. He also predicted the end of the U.S. dollar, calling the USD fake money. Yes, famo. Reading on here in the U.K. This was, uh, this was I think, a couple of days ago. The U.K. themselves have created crypto banking problems. U.K. lobbying groups and lawmakers have been complaining that crypto clients can't find a bank and are faced with restrictions so they're calling the government to act. Many UK crypto companies are finding it difficult to obtain banking services because numerous banks are limiting their interaction with the sector altogether, crypto advocates said. Following the collapse of the US's three banks, crypto clients have had to look for new banking partners. However, the U.S. is not the only country with companies experiencing this dilemma. Many of the major U.K. banks have now put in place bans or restrictions and we are concerned that other banks and payment system providers may soon follow suit 
wrote Sue Carpenter, Director of Operations at Crypto UK, in a letter to the Treasury's Economic Secretary, Andrew Griffith, on Monday. Crypto UK is a lobbying group advocating for digital assets. In other stories, Venezuela regulator shuts down some cryptocurrency exchanges and mining farms. The move comes amidst an anti-corruption investigation that has brought an arrest, resignation and a national scandal. From crypto paradise to crypto chaos, the situation for cryptocurrency enthusiasts in Venezuela has been anything but good in recent days. Following the arrest of Joselit Ramirez, Venezuela's superintendent for, of crypto assets, and President Nicolas Maduro's order to restructure the country's crypto regulatory agency, every day has brought bad news for the national crypto system. Most recently, the new superintendent of crypto assets is apparently unhappy with the way the industry has developed and ordered the closure of all cryptocurrency exchanges registered in Venezuela with Venezuela's National Superintendency of Crypto Assets, Sunacrip, the country's regulator. We have 80 crypto firms interested in establishing presence in Hong Kong, officials say. Yeah, well, FAMU. This is what it's going to be. If the environment is hostile in the United States, it's, it's not a thing for a crypto company to register its business and start doing business out of some other place that is more favorable. You know, there are so many quote-unquote third world countries that would happily welcome a crypto business as long as there's some regulatory scrutiny. And you find that most of these third world nations have already already have something in place. I just we, we just don't understand why it's taking this long in the U.S. And it's not a good thing for the U.S. if innovation itself has to leave these shores. It just means that our children, family members, people that we know won't have a job. Uh, we, need, we need these jobs here. We don't need these jobs outsourced. We don't need a situation where people can't get employed in an industry that is just huge and getting bigger all the time. So, we even find that Coinbase quite recently is looking to do work and register their business elsewhere. Reading here, Hong Kong Secretary for Financial Services and Treasury has revealed that more than 80 crypto companies have expressed interest in establishing a presence in Hong Kong. They include companies across mainland China, Canada, European Union countries, Singapore, the UK and the US. We attach great importance to virtual asset and Web3, said the government official. Just in, um, well, no, that was two days ago, Gary Gensler lobbied in the UK, Canada for tightening crypto rules. This guy is busy. The US Securities and Exchange Commission appears to be adamant about making making it tougher for crypto companies to operate not just in the United States but also elsewhere in the world. SEC chair Gary Gensler is known for his anti-crypto market stance and his leadership. 
what leadership? U.S.-based crypto businesses faced the wrath of enforcement actions in recent weeks. Recently, Gensler attracted the ire of the crypto company by saying all cryptocurrencies except Bitcoin are securities. At the core of the conflict between the industry and the SEC is the lack of clarity on crypto regulation. Now, in all fairness to Mr. Gensler, whatever I, I didn't take a look at his history and where he's coming from, he did happen to teach a course on digital currency at MIT and knows enough about Bitcoin and how it works. Now, mind you, I realized that all of this was part of his play, wherever he was coming from, to get to teach a course on cryptocurrency. So he would be the man in Washington that knows something. It's, I, I tell you what, the little that he knows is not enough. There are plebs out there who definitely know a whole lot more. In a latest development, Gensler is said to have lobbied with his counterparts in the United Kingdom and Canada about replicating a US-like environment for crypto businesses. These discussions were said to be successful as the UK regulatory authorities are preparing an announcement about tightening crypto re restrictions in coming weeks. Well, you guys have Gary Gensler to thank for that. In other news, NASDAQ aims to launch crypto custody services in second quarter. You hear that, family? NASDAQ. Yes, you heard that correctly. And I said that a long time ago. I think even when I first started this podcast that these entities will find a way to get the Bitcoin. FAMO, do not pay attention to what is being said. There's a... Um, forget the noise and pay attention to the signal. There's a lot of noise out there, but there is signal and Bitcoin is signal. FAMO, pay attention. Try your best now if you do have a few dollars on an exchange to purchase some Bitcoin, you will not regret this. I don't provide financial advice. However, I do for myself. So I buy a little here and I buy a little there. No one is saying you have to buy a whole Bitcoin. Do not wait until it gets too late and, it, and you see the FOMO. Anyway, NASDAQ intend to launch its custody services for digital assets like Bitcoin by the end of this year's second quarter. The exchange operator is among those traditional financial firms that want to play a role as intermediaries in the crypto sector which saw the collapse of some major players. The group is now working to obtain the necessary approvals from regulatory bodies that will allow it to provide services, such services are crypto services, Bloomberg reported on Friday, quoting Ira Arbach, Senior Vice President and Head of NASDAQ Digital Assets. Okay, Famo, don't be left out. Do not be left out. Do your research and make that decision to jump in before it's too late and the price is too high and you get discouraged. In another story here, 
Bitcoin could easily rip by over 140% amid banking crisis, says Tether CTO Paolo Adoino. Here's the timeline. Tether's chief technology officer, CTO Paolo Adoino, Adoino is expressing bullish sentiment on Bitcoin as the flagship crypto asset sits below 30000 Adoino says in a new CNBC interview that Bitcoin can easily retest its all-time high of slightly above 69000 reached in November, November 10th of 2021. Quoting him here, I'm bullish given all what I said in terms of geopolitical uncertainty. I'm bullish on Bitcoin. I think it can easily retest the all-time high levels around 60,000 plus. Bitcoin is in this moment, I think, decoupling from the traditional financial markets. I think that given the geopolitical situation we are in, the banking industry situation we are in, I think people are getting scared. He is Italian, famo, so this is how he is speaking here. So when there are bank runs around the world, I think Bitcoin is the only asset that you can really hold for yourself. You can hold in your hardware wallet. And it's a hedge against everything that could happen or already happened in the past months and can happen in the future. I know, he's saying, I know that there is a bet on Bitcoin that it could reach $1 million in 90 days. I am kind of skeptical about that because honestly, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even hope for that. <laughs> what? <laughs> because if Bitcoin would reach such a high price level, it would mean that the entire economy will crumble. And I'm not sure it is the world that we want to live in. Well, I don't know what to say about that. Because if it reaches $1 million in 90 days, then we might have a problem. I don't know how I would turn some of my Satoshis into cash. And who knows what, what, what the, the government might do at that time and might want to uh, tax you and take half of your money. Because now you have the asset and you're holding the asset. You know what I mean? Top trader says Bitcoin flashing 2020 style accumulation prior to breaking out to new all-time highs. A closely followed trader believes that Bitcoin, Bitcoin's current, ma current market structure looks similar to its price action in the second half of 2020 before the king crypto convincingly took out the 20,000 level. Trader Cantankering Clock tells his 163 300 Twitter followers that Bitcoin looks bullish after managing to absorb the sell-off last Friday. This is what he had to say. So we failed to break out of the inside day setup and instead it looks like we accumulated a bit of panic selling below. Coin margin OI open interest is up, probably due to hedging and in some long stablecoin margin OI is down or open interest. Part of the flush I grabbed along as long as yesterday's lows hold. In other stories, FAMO, listen to this. The U.S. government remains a top Bitcoin holder 
with C's stash valued at 5.6 billion. That's right, family. Uncle Sam. As of March 25th, 2023, the U.S. government held 205, 205,515 bitcoins worth 5.6 billion, which is approximately 1.06 of the circulating supply, according to current statistics. The cash of bitcoins is a result of three forfeitures that began in 2020. Glassnode's on-chain data reveals that on March 9th, about 9,860 bitcoins worth roughly 269 million were sent to a Coinbase address. According to a report from Glassnode on March 9, 2023, some of these bitcoins have moved, reducing the total from 215,338 to 205,515. Approximately 40,000 bitcoins from wallets associated with U.S. government law enforcement seizures are on the move. The majority of these appear to be internal transfers so far. That's why, family, I, I, I might not know who or anyone with a node might not know uh, put a face to a wallet but interestingly enough you can sit there and watch these bitcoins move everything is available on the blockchain which is why our government is not going to use a blockchain that is readily accessible to plebs or people like myself you other investors they they want the technology yet they want a technology that we don't have access to it is uh, as far as they're concerned it's a, a, ma a matter of national security that people don't know what they do with money or our money because usually the, the pot is filled with taxpayers dollars you know uh, you get we have to pay the taxes and I'm famo I'm all about that yet you don't actually have to be happy with what's happening with it. You do your due diligence as a taxpayer, but no one's saying that you have to be happy with how your tax dollars are spent. You know, that's why there are people who lobby and, you know, you send notices and letters to your congressman or your, or your people, your representative. That works on some levels. Yes, according to CoinStats, three hot cryptos to buy in March before it's too late. So, the author is saying here, I'm not here to provide my unwavering support for the cryptocurrency sector. However, the signs are clear. Stock market volatility is often amplified within the crypto market. Big jumps on Wall Street can lead to bigger jumps in the crypto realm. Additionally, big drops on Wall Street can also lead to waning confidence in our traditional financial systems. That can be a boon to non-traditional or alternative asset classes such as crypto. Indeed, cryptos are risky propositions in the steadiest of times. It's riskier now. That said, there are reasons to believe that there are few particular cryptos to buy in March. And so, he has XRP. Bitcoin and Shiba Inu. Well, that's his choice. 
he's saying here that the lawsuit the longer that it is going on the more favorable ripple's defense has become indeed many investors believe that it's now increasingly likely that the judge will rule in favor of parent company ripple and decide it never put forward a securities offering with its initial coin offering for xrp that would be big for xrp holders uh, anyone holding xrp that would be big a big sign so you know pay attention to the events look into the news look up what's happening with ripple bitcoin there is a clear investment thesis behind bitcoin amid all the current chaos bitcoin remains the leading cryptocurrency in terms of size and importance thus the more confidence wanes in the traditional financial system the more attractive bitcoin comes and last shiba inu well it's a well-known meme token that has seen impressive rallies in the past however this token is also a way investors look to play volatility or momentum driven rallies in the crypto market i guess that's the sports car you jump on given shiba's shiba inu's extremely low price outsized gains can be had with this token due to a multiplier effect we've seen this play out during the worst re the most recent bull market rally where some investors bagged million plus percent gains over the course of less than a year we have polkadot kusama and cardano leading crypto space in terms of notable github activity this by sentiment polkadot kusama and cardano are leading the crypto space in terms of notable GitHub development activity, according to the crypto analytics firm Santiment. Santiment notes that Polkadot and its canary test network Kusama both registered 591.47 GitHub commits in the past 30 days, leading all other crypto assets. Ethereum ETH competitor Cardano registered 531.8 and web3 project internet computer was fourth with 399 github commits famo makes you aware of how many developers are out there working on the project so the more commits means that there are more developers on the project which is a good thing for a project in the crypto space and i didn't know so much about these things until the 47 made me a little bit wise about the commits and i started paying attention to those since then so famu respect due to the 47 for giving us that bit of info or giving it to me now i'm sharing with you guys xrp wills amass nearly half a billion coins as traders show shower confidence on a ripple win in sec case the buying spree defies negative macroeconomic factors triggered by the recent crypto banking crisis. XRP has added 21% in the last week. Big investors are interested in Ripple's XRP, presumably driven by speculations around the blockchain's case with the US SEC and improving sentiment in the digital asset space. 
From the latest data shared by analytics firm Santiment and corroborated by famous blockchain enthusiast Ali Martinez, in the last month, an estimated 50 XRP whales holding between 10 to 100 million tokens entered the network. The investors have accumulated more than 420 million XRP worth over 185.4 million. In chat tether transfers introduced in Telegram. This is interesting, FAMO, if you're using Telegram. Users of the Telegram Messenger will now be able to send each other the leading stablecoin Tether, USDT, directly in the chats. The new option expands the list of cryptocurrencies available for sale, purchase and trade in the messaging app. USDT has been integrated in the Telegram wallet bot by allowing users to buy, sell, exchange, as well as transfer Tether free of charge between each other. We are excited to announce the long-awaited integration, in, integration of USDT into at wallet, making send, sending stablecoins as easy as sharing a photo, the wallet service said in a Telegram post. You can replenish your Tether balance through the bot's main menu using an external USDT wallet and also by purchasing the stablecoin with a bank card or on Telegram's peer-to-peer -peer market. At Wallet only accepts transfers from the TRC20 network, the announcement remarked. FAMO. It's amazing how much this stuff gets improved on all the time and we have regulators who are fighting tooth, tooth and nail to try to stop the progress of this thing and it's, it's, it's all over the place they have a lot of work to do and their only course is to just do take drastic measures I think that or at least I thought that given the intellectual capacity of uh, so many of our people here, the higher ups, I would say, that along the way that they could have done a better job of just integrating crypt crypto into the financial system, which would have done a whole lot for this country. Instead, they stood by the wayside and paid little attention to it, looked upon it negatively at the start, then took a step back a few years later and was like, wait, what's going on? Now, it's the market and everything has moved so far ahead of them and the bureaucracy that is so slow here. So now the, their only measures are just drastic, hard and anti-crypto currently. In our another story here, Do Kwan is to reportedly appeal against court's decision to extend detention. A legal representative of Kwan confirmed the appeal against the Montenegrin court's decision to detain the entrepreneur for 30 days longer than usual. I think that they're going to hold him long enough so that he could be extradited. Following his, his arrest in Montenegro while attempting to fly using fake documents, Terraform Labs co-founder Do Kwan will reportedly appeal the court's decision to extend detention time for up to 30 days. 
A legal representative of Quan confirmed the appeal against the Montenegrin court's decision to, det to detain the entrepreneur for longer than usual. According to local media Vigesti, the decision was made after Quan was caught using fake documents at Podgorica Airport while trying to fly to Dubai. Homeboy was on the move. While Montenegro authorities typically typically allot detention for up to 72 hours, Kwan's 30-day extension was approved after prosecutors highlighted the high possibility of an escape. The court considered that Kwan was a foreign national whose identity was not clearly identified. Former SEC branch chief explains why U.S. has jurisdiction in Doquan case. Lisa Braganka believes that the crypto entrepreneur knowing, knowingly pitched investments in the UST and Lunar took tokens to Americans. U.S. law enforcement would have jurisdiction over Singapore-based Terraform Labs and its founder Doquan if they knowingly marketed their Luna and TerraUSD stablecoins to U.S. investors which Lisa Braganka, a former enforcement branch chief at the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, believes to be the case. The SEC's contention is that Do Kwan and these folks were reaching out to U.S. investors. Whether they were based in the U.S. or not, FAMO. Braganka told Coindesk TV first mover on Friday. They were getting U.S. investment money and frankly, they were targeting their pitch to U.S. investors, she said. Famo, it's, it's, it's about the U.S. dollar. If it's not the U.S. citizen in another country that has been using this, it's going to be the dollar and they're going to get you anyway. Just as long as you're using this money, you are liable for so many other things. Crypto Wales pounced on Ethereum scaling altcoin, accumulating 13,310,000 Arbitrum after Polygon's rivals airdrop. Investors with deep pockets gobbled up millions of Arbitrum just a day after the Polygon Matic competitor distributed tokens to eligible users. Blockchain monitoring service Look On Chain shares the type the top five whale transactions for Arbitrum in the past day to the tune of 13.31 million ARB, worth 17.54 million. Arbitrum is a blockchain scaling solution built on top of Ethereum's network. According to Look On Chain, one of the largest Arbitrum transactions in the last 24 hours involves a crypto whale trading 3,700 Ethereum, worth 6.79 million, for 4.94 million ARB. Yeah, I have a, a little thing here that I found that I thought that was interesting. What are stealth addresses? And this is everything to do with Ethereum. Stealth addresses offer a method of privacy similar to generating a new address for each transaction but without the hassle of manual, manually creating those addresses each time. Stealth addresses provide more privacy for transactions on Ethereum. 
The system offers a method of privacy similar to generating a new address for each transaction, but without the hassle of manually, manually creating those addresses each time. A stealth address can be thought of as a wallet address that is cryptographically tied to the recipient's public address, but that is only revealed to the parties transacting. Well, yeah, that's, that's A1. Stealth addresses provide privacy for transaction on Ethereum. While it's impossible to completely hide a blockchain transaction, stealth addresses can, at the very least, conceal the recipient's identity and in doing so, offer an added layer of protection for anyone who doesn't want the transaction data overly tied to them. That's, that's a good thing. That's good news. You want to transact. You want to handle your business. You, people don't have to know who you are. It's just a transaction between yourself and the recipient, vice versa. And that's it. You know, simple as it is. And the last story today. I found this interesting. You know what I mean, famo? Ancient customer feedback technology lasts millennia. millennia. This was old, and this was on 2nd March 2015. I was just reading some stuff, and this popped up. And I think... Let me read that. Let me see. Famo, just give me a minute. ever left an angry customer complaint i know a lot of us have have done that angry customer complaint like we, we have all bought some ish and had to complain about it this 3750 year old cuneiform tablet suggests you are part of a very long tradition the clay message was sent from someone called nanny to an ear nazir in ancient mesopotamia protesting about the low quality of copper ingots offered during a trade with Nanny's messenger. Yeah, my man was like, yo, what kind of thing is this you sell me, bro? You know what I mean? I'm trying to satisfy my customers out there and you sell me low quality copper. Nanny demands that his money be returned post haste. Imagine homeboy had to find a clay tablet and inscribe chisel into that into this clay tablet then send that by messenger so that Inazir could understand well yo bro I'm, I'm unhappy with the purchase you know what I mean I send my messenger to you and because it's maybe not me that's there you're going to give my messenger some 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 you know BS you know what I mean try to fool the messenger and give him some 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 dirty copper so this is what Nanny had to say. What do you take me for that you treat somebody like me with such contempt? Yeah, Nanny. Yeah, Nanny, drop it, Nanny. Let them know. Well, hey, man, I want my money back. You know what I mean? I don't want to deal with this copper. Yes, famo. This has been the Sunday podcast. Mostly news. A lot of news. A little bit of the stories earlier on. Um, I put in quite a bit of stories today. As I was looking and reading last night and decided, well, I'll see how many stories I can put in. Prices, as usual. And, yeah, famo. Um, you know, let's see. What Do I have anything else here? No, I don't think. 
and so we're just going to call this one a day i am in, like, out here enjoying myself in the park it's a nice afternoon there's not a cloud in the sky and just you know catching myself a nice little bit of fresh air and i decided you know let me just podcast from out of here so family we're saying that your boy creepy is out enjoy the rest of your day enjoy your weekend and look forward to cbdc's uh, creepy carpenters building blocks part three or four or the second part of that part or that podcast i'm out <laughs>